I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. We are here for another episode of Mediocre to Masterful, and I'm super excited because I have a really good business friend that's turning into a friend, really close friend, Starla. She is here with me today, and I met her at a millionaire dinner event. Right. Of all things. That's the best place to meet somebody, at a millionaire dinner. (laughs) I'm so happy that I met you. As soon as I met Starla, she explained how she actually got to the event. I was like, girl, it was meant for you to be here today because it was like a last minute purchase. And at some later in the discussion, we did like a hot seat or like a shark tank moment. Mm-hmm. And she actually told her story of starting her business. So I'm not going to go too much. I'm I'm, re- I'm ready to go in already. But Starla, please introduce yourself and explain all the amazing things that you do in your companies. Okay. <laughs> so hi, everyone. My name is Starla Freeman. I'm a native of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I've been here all my life. However, I love to travel and go to places, but there's nothing like home. So I'm here in Atlanta to stay, pretty much. I am an educator by profession. You want me to go into my background? Yeah, tell us. Okay, so I'm an educator by profession. I'm actually a STEM specialist in a K-5 school. Um, I've been doing that for 18 years. My passion with education is STEM and the concept of STEM, especially in the urban schools and the urban community. Just being able to give students opportunities that they normally would not have. So I've written grants and created after school programs and summer programs centered around STEM. I'm not an engineer. However, I always feel like I have the engineer mindset. So that is something that I try to instill in my students and through the programs that I create for them. So again, by profession, I'm an educator, but my passion is creativity. I'm always thinking, always trying to create, always trying to solve a problem, coming up with a solution. And that is how I got to my business Now, tell us more about the business ventures, because there's two of them that I want to talk about today. Um, And I think it truly plays into what you just shared about having that. um, You said you're not an engineer, but you have the engineer's mindset. Mm -hmm. And it'll make sense later when she when she goes into the two businesses. But I have a a really specific specific question or maybe just more so a statement when you share about the two companies that you also. Okay, so the first company is Mango Peach which is a online boutique for women's clothing. So I love fashion. I've always had a passion for clothing and, you know, being a girly girl. So my signature thing is the puff sleeve and the (laughs) ruffle and, you know, that look. So I've been doing that. I came up with the idea of it maybe about five years ago, but I think we'll get into that question a little bit later about, you know, what were some things that are that were holding you back from doing some of the things that you have always wanted to do. So I've had that idea to launch Mango Peach for a few years, and I actually full-fledged did that two years ago, online, virtually. And it has been doing well. Like I said, I'm a creative person. However, business has not always been my strong suit. 
So I we may get into that a little bit later because I, I do want to talk about that. So Launch Mango Peach has been doing well. And then during the pandemic, I was invited to a couple of pop-up shops. But then there was the stress of packing up all my things and trying to rent maybe a U-Haul truck, which was like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And renting a table space at a pop-up shop. It was just a lot for me. So I was like, there has to be a better way for this. Um, went to Mexico for my 40th birthday and saw... <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Pause on that one. 40th yeah. birthday? Yes. Girl, I would have thought you were like 30. No. Nope. I mean, 40 is not old. I'm actually 41. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pause on that. If you guys have not seen the, <laughs> if you're just listening to this episode <laughs> because you're just scrolling through the different episodes, make sure you go to a starless page. Um, the link will be in the description because this lady is gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. I would you. not thought you were 41. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Mexico for my 40th birthday and I saw this most beautiful truck, like this boutique on wheels. And I was like, I can see that for mango peach like i see it i don't know how i'm gonna do it but (laughs) i i need to to have that as a component of my business um because i didn't aspire to have a brick and mortar store and i love the virtual concept however i wanted something that my customers could tangibly feel the clothing and see it and try it on and have that experience versus just seeing it online because I know how I shop. (laughs) So moving forward to the pandemic, the stores were closing. People weren't, they they weren't going out to stores like they were before. However, they continued to shop online. But again, I just wanted to bring that experience for my boutique to people without the hassle of, packing up and all that for a pop-up event. So I was searching and searching. I was like, maybe they have rental trucks that are already turnkey that I could just rent and then just, you know, put my things in it and go wherever I want to go. So I was researching. Research is another thing that I love to do. Researching and researching, and I could not find anything, nothing. Nothing in the Southeast region, period. But when I looked in places like New York and California, where fashion is big Mm -hmm. and that industry is huge, you know, they had companies like that. So I was like, I know there are other retailers just like me who would love an opportunity to just be able to pop up somewhere and have their customers to come to them. You know, just a full branding experience. So... Beyond Mango Peach, I said, how can I help other people that are probably looking for the same thing that I'm looking for? So now it goes further than just my store. I didn't want any longer just a Mango Peach truck. I wanted an everybody truck. So that was the initial vision for pop-up shops to go. Genius. This episode is brought to you by Strategy to Scale, a two-day creativepreneur intensive here in Atlanta, Georgia, hosted by me, Nicole Jones, the creator of the PM Suite, which is a project management consulting company helping you with your operations and planning, and also Rachel Ray Henry, the owner of Creative Flow Alchemy, 
purpose-driven platform helping you find intuitive roadmaps to success with in-depth strategy sessions sure to improve your creative strengths. If this is something that you need to close out the year and be able to be great in your business, be sure to go to pmsuite.com and follow Strategy to Scale for more details on how you can be a part of this intensive. Now, moving forward, my ideas again, like, get much bigger for pop-up shops to go, but we can talk about that later if you want. Yes. No, that's awesome. That is genius. You saw the need. Mm -hmm. You saw an opportunity where there was a gap. There was a gap in the market in the Southeast region specifically, and you then took it beyond what you currently had in place, which Mm -hmm. was mango peach, and said, okay, how can I still leverage my business in this way, right. but then identifying that that gap in the market and saying, right. well, other people would need this too. So I can u- use this truck, which mm-hmm. is mine, but other people could use as well and put it under an umbrella, right. uh, essentially, of pop-up shop to go and mango peach falls under that umbrella right. or maybe vice versa. Right. But that's genius. Thank that is you. genius. And I love that. And I and when I heard your story at that event, I was like, that is ingenuity. That's mm-hmm. that engineering mindset or mm-hmm. that uh, creative mindset, understanding how things work. And then, like you said, the research part of right. the, the whole business model. What are some of the fears that you faced in actually setting up that pop-up shop? Because it was a pandemic. Right. Uh, but you knew there was a need. Right. But was there anything else where you were like, mm, I don't know if this is going to work. Should I do this? Or are you just like, no, this is it. I've done the research and the numbers don't lie. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. I have done the research, but I think I'm just human. So I do have fears and I probably will always have them because, you know, you never know. I guess I used to. I'm my biggest critic. Right. And I always second guess all the ideas that I have, even though it may be a great idea, it's just always, you know, well, the what if and the fear of the unknown. So I think starting this, my biggest fear was how will people receive it? Mm, will it be successful? Yeah. You know, can I grow it to be something successful? So I think that comes in to getting to know other people who are great at what they do. Like I said, I'm great at creativity. I'm great at designing concepts and bringing them into fruition. However, I can be honest with myself when there is something that I don't know how to do mm-hmm. to reach out to the people that do and create a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. And so when now that the business, the truck is it's wrapped, mm-hmm. I saw it outside. It looks amazing. Right. <laughs> Um, and it's ready for business, ready for people to start utilizing and booking the reservations to have their own pop-up shop, right. um, which I want to pause on that because, and this goes back to what I was saying earlier, now that it's done, the, guys, if you have not seen this, please go to her page and check out pop-up shop to go. The inside is immaculate. I have seen a lot of mobile trucks. Yeah. I've seen, you know, you've seen it like, oh yeah, that's nice, blah, blah, blah. No. This is beyond what I've normally seen in pop-up trucks. And you help, not help, but you did build. I built the whole like, the entire inside. So that 100% was a, 100% of everything that's in there. So that was another fear of mine. I was like, okay, how am I going to get this truck? <laughs> so again, it took me several months researching because there aren't many step vans in Atlanta. So you either have to go to an auction or you have to go to another state to find them functioning properly Mm. so 
I was like, okay, I found one. It's in North Carolina. I got to figure out a plan mm. to get this truck, get the money <laughs> for the truck. You know, again, we're in a pandemic. I'm a teacher. We weren't really working. You know, we weren't in school. So I had to, you know, I'm grateful for my family um, and really close friends who really believed in the idea. So we got together and we're, we were able to do that. So I got the truck. Drove it from North Carolina, flew up there and drove it back to Atlanta. So I was scared about that. Oh, my, I gosh. Like, oh my God. I don't do driving. Have you ever like drove drove a truck that no, big? No, oh I gosh. have not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then that was the first thing. The second um barrier or fear was, okay, now what am I gonna do about the inside? I know that is going to cause an exuberant amount of money to contract people to do the flooring and do the ceiling and do all the things that I see in my mind. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. So I did the floors. I did the walls. I did everything. Whatever the truck looks like right now, I have done that. And so now I'm like, okay, so now I'm style of the builder. Like I can do this too. (laughs) I love so it. that's why I, I, I really love STEM in school, because everything that I have ever taught my students to do, it's now I was able to apply it to what I was trying to do. And I could see STEM everywhere <laughs> in that truck. <laughs> so I'm really, you know, excited about being able to do that. I love that. I love that. And I think what I want for this particular episode to one, spark creativity and those mm-hmm. that are listening because it shows that you saw throughout what you've shared so far it basically shows you filled in the gap and for people to literally think outside the box yeah it's not going to be as plain as what we see it on social media every day or mm-hmm. online and the different business models that you see sometimes you just have to make your own path make right. your own way and build your own truck <laughs> right. right to figure out what works for you and then also for those that are listening that also had a, a similar idea this helps now put a connection to say, oh, my God, she was able to do this. I've yeah. been thinking about this. This has been on my vision board. Yeah. Or oh, I put it in my ideas journal. And I never thought it was possible because I've never seen someone do it or even seen someone that looks like me be mm-hmm. able to achieve that. So I'm really glad you shared that story about, you know, that journey, that process. Yeah. What's next? So what's next with pop-up shops to go is to just... Put it out there, you know, get over my fears of the what if and the unknown and just to put it out there and just let it fly. You know, I'm not I can't be afraid of what I know is good for other people or other people, you know, could be it could be useful for other people. Mm -hmm. So that's what's next for me to just put it out there and and stop, you know, overthinking. So that that would be my advice to other people who are kind of afraid to just kind of just leap. Just do it. Just do it. Like, just put it out there. Whatever your idea is, whatever your vision is, don't self-sabotage and don't talk yourself out of doing something because you don't know how to do something. YouTube taught me everything. Mm. How to lay a floor. And I'm not going to lie. The first time I laid that floor, it was wrong. It was wrong. But that's the whole thing about the engineering design process. So you reevaluate what you've done and then you revise it. And it's okay. And there's nothing, 
you know, we teach our students or I teach my students, there's no such thing as failure. However, if you do fail at something, it's fabulous because you're either going to learn from it or you're going to win. Just keep doing it. But you only fail if you give up on it. Yes. You know? Yes. So that that would be, you know, my biggest takeaway from this whole whole experience. I love it. Love it. Girl, you was up here about to be on the preaching, about to be on stage preaching. (laughs) No, that's awesome. I'm glad you shared that. I'm excited for what's to come because you are barely even scratched the surface on what possibilities will come out of this as more exposure comes around Mm -hmm. your business, more retailers, more pop-up opportunities come up. I think this is going to explode and be able to do um, either like a franchise situation or multiple trucks. That was my whole, (laughs) that was my idea. In the future, I want a fleet of pop-up shops to go and I want them to cater to different types of retail you know whether it's food just say if you don't have a food truck or you don't have an actual brick and mortar cafe or whatever but there's something that you want to do on the weekend or at a specific event you don't necessarily want to buy a truck however you can rent one Mm -hmm. that's already turnkey and ready for you to pop up with your food so yeah the idea is really big and i'm gonna get there you will you yeah. will. I'm excited. I'm excited. You guys, make sure you follow her journey. Starla, how can people reach out to you the best way? So through Instagram at Pop-Up Shops to Go. Then my website, they can also go there. And that's just popupshopstogo.com. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. One final question. Yes. What does being masterful mean to you? So being a master of something or being masterful just means that it doesn't mean that you're perfect at, at something however you do the take the necessary the necessary steps to be better at something so again i may be a master at creativity however i'm not a master at marketing but i'm going to take the necessary steps to become better in that process of knowing about it. So I'm going to either take classes or I'm going to reach out to people who are experts in that field so that I can be better in the process of knowing. So I love it. Thank you so much. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I see a lot. Everything that you just shared, I can see all that times a thousand. So Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, I know this probably resonated with some people who were in the same path or Mm -hmm. had some of the same thoughts. So I'm excited for the feedback that'll come from this and the people that'll reach out. But thank you. And I'm thankful for you, too, because (laughs) just talking to you and and just being on your podcast is taking me out of my comfort zone. Like, it really is. And I just want to say this, too, that my personality... So this is another, I guess, barrier Mm. for me. So I am usually a behind the scenes person with the ideas and help you plan it and get it out there. I'm not usually the face of things other than mango peach. And that's a whole (laughs) nother story because I'm that's I'm moving that towards something else. But it's taken me out of my comfort zone, out of the box of not talking to people and you know what I'm saying? Like just being put out there like that. So you are helping me a great deal. And I am so thankful that I met you and that you invited me to be here. Cause this is, this is something that's necessary for me. 
I love that. Thank you for showing up for yourself. Yeah. That's that's important to bake through those break through those barriers and understand in order to reach that next level, you have mm-hmm. you have to get uncomfortable. Right. And I was just talking to my husband about this um yesterday and it's part of a discussion that I'll have later today that you have to shed yourself. Right. Ex- when you're trying to get to that new level and it's uncomfortable because we've never been in that skin, if you will. Mm-hmm. So you have to shed the old ways of yourself. Not to say that they were bad, but you're growing into a new person. So I'm right. excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited too. All right. Thank you. Thank you.